Coming up, today's guest is the founder and CEO at Blur, the app that rewards you for messaging and playing games. You'll hear the inspirational story of how he's been on his own since the age of 16, why you should not take no for an answer, and the trends he saw in the app space that made him pursue this idea. All that and so much more. The most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. From Apple features to ASO to influencer marketing, you will learn all the tools and tactics to make it in the app space. Learn more at appmastersacademy.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content in the app business. I talked to some amazing founders in the app space to get their story, actionable content, so that we can all collectively grow together. Today, I've got a phenomenal guest who has a phenomenal story that we're going to hear all about it. His name is Kirsten Nelson. He is the co-founder and CEO at Blur. You can learn more about this brand new app at theblurapp.com. Kirsten, welcome to the show. Thank you, Steve. Thanks for having me. Kirsten, you've been on your own since the age of 16. Tell me about the story. What happened? I uh, grew up uh, always very uh, much into business and you know, I worked full time in high school and you know, supported myself and I actually uh, moved down to Florida. I grew up in Wisconsin when I was young. Uh, to go down there to finish up high school, uh, I ended up uh, getting my GED uh, and uh, putting myself into college. Did college for a few years, but it took a little time off. I traveled around the country um, and took some time off between colleges and ended up down in Miami. Um, and then from there, I had an amazing opportunity to uh, I met a gentleman, and uh, he gave me. He, he was a stockbroker. Um, out of Chicago, and it was something that I was actually in school. You know, my my dream would be someday to you know work on Wall Street and work in the finance. And you know, I met this guy, and I ended up getting an interview. And I packed up all my stuff, uh, eight hundred dollars in my pocket, uh, duffel bag, two garbage bags, uh, just for a chance for an interview for an uh, internship at this firm. And uh, I ended up, uh, I got there. The guy told me no. <laughs> he said, you know, check back in six months. And, you know, then he picked up the phone um, and took a phone call from one of his clients. And I, I just refused to leave his office. And I'm like, I moved all the way up here for this, for this opportunity, for this chance, you know, to, to do this. And, you know, I told him, he, he looked at me, he's like, what are you doing You're still in my office? And I said, I'm not going to leave. I'm not going to, you know, you, so next thing you know, I talked him into uh, give me an opportunity. Uh, I said, look, if I come in here for one week and, you know, I don't beat all your guys, you know, I'm done. And he says, all right, I'll give you a week. And sure enough, um, they pick one broker a year uh, to get sponsored to take their Series 7 and 63. And I was lucky enough, I got picked in under just over six months. They, they changed the rule and I became the youngest investment banker, Series 7, 63 broker in my firm at the age of 22 on Wall Street. So it was definitely not the normal path um, to to uh, get there from, you know, from where I'd been. Um, from there, a firm brought me to Chicago, um, and you know this is when back with interest rates back in the in the 90s. You know they were coming down record lows in, in years, 
saw a tremendous opportunity and I started buying a mortgage stock. And the stock actually quadrupled in uh, two months' time. And the more I learned about the industry, I actually took a part-time job at night uh, at a mortgage company just so I could understand it more. And long story short, I ended up uh, co-founding a mortgage company uh, when I was 24. I got some guys back me. And you know, with a year and a half, we got a banking license. Um, and then five years, you know, we had 42 branches um, in 12 states, uh, you know, hundreds of employees. And, but we were on the lending tree list as one of the 100 biggest banks in the country. Uh, you know, again, this was back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, and then uh, the company uh, went back into finance um, for a public traded company. They brought me back out to the East Coast out here. Um, and then I uh, ended up meeting my, my co-founder, Warren. I had a couple other opportunities working in finance uh, and uh, for a green energy company. And, you know, I just I wasn't happy. You know, I wanted to have my own business. I had had him in the past. And luckily, I, I met my co-founder, um, you know, actually at a bar. And, you know, we became friends. And, you know, we, uh, we were just talking, talking about that. He was actually building on an app for another company that he had just started uh, that he had been working on. Um, it, was a, it was a language uh, app and he sold textbooks and he was converting it over in that. So, you know, honestly, I'm not a very big tech person, uh, which is very ironic being a tech CEO and co-founder. Uh, but that's really my, my co-founder, Oren. Uh, he, he handles all the, all the tech side. Uh, I handle the business side, marketing uh, for that. So we've been very fortunate. You know, we got a great partnership, you know, that we, we work well together with that. But it was definitely to end up in the tech space, you know, you would have asked me at any point up until a couple of years ago, I, I would have said it probably the furthest thing that, you know, I would have probably done. Uh, but ultimately it's, it's the best thing I ever did. You know, I love it. Um, I love, I love the industry and, and I love what we're doing here. I think we have something that, you know, really adds value back to our users ultimately. And, you know, which we're very proud of. Definitely want to get into the Blur app a little bit more, but before I do, I want to talk about the guy that you met that took you out. How did you meet this guy? From Chicago. Uh, oh, so actually, I was working at a restaurant bar uh, down in Miami, uh, down in South Beach, and you know, he, uh, I had a side little cigar business uh, down there, and some people coming in buying some cigars, and you know, he saw me back behind. You know, I was, I was bartending as well, and I had a you know big area. He was in there with his uh, fiance at the time, um, and. Then, uh, you know, he came up to after me, he says, you know, I, I, I got to ask, he's like, how do you remember all these orders? You know, because, and, and I told him, I said, you know, I just have a really good memory. And, you know, he's, and he started asking me about my background and, you know, me starting working in furniture and having my business as a teenager. And, you know, he's really intrigued by that. And, you know, by the end of the night, um, he, you know, he gave me his phone number and he offered me a job to come work for him in Chicago. Uh, his firm. He's actually one of the biggest brokers in the country at the time. And uh, I called him about a month later. Uh, that is pretty, pretty crazy how, you know, life works. Uh, I came in one day and uh, the restaurant, uh, I was getting ready for the summer coming up in the spring. Uh, they were going to be closed. Um, I was going to be going back to school in the fall. Uh, and they, you know, I came in, it was on my day off. And I just found out that, that, that the restaurant had been sold and everybody was fired uh, at the oh, end wow. of the day. So I called this guy up and Will, and I called him up and asked him, you know, if, if that uh, if that job, you know, offer still stood. But that I was pretty bold, and I asked him. I said, well, you know, I really appreciate the offer, but I really want to go to New York. 
uh, to go to Wall Street. I said, you actually have anyone there I can call? Uh, so he actually, he was not happy. Uh, he gave me, but he did give me a guy's name and contact number. Um, and I called him up and that's how he said, okay, you know, well, you got referred over by Will. You know, he's one of the biggest brokers in our firm. And uh, so I'll, I'll take the interview for you. And uh, when he's like, all right, come in tomorrow. I said, well, actually, I'm not there. I'm in Miami. He said, you know what? Just call me when you get here. And he hung up the phone and that was enough for me that I packed up all my stuff and I took off to New York for that uh, interview. Wow. That's amazing. What gave you the courage to just not leave his office? <laughs> um, is it desperation? Know, you know, it was, I don't know. It was, it was much des- it was definitely part desperation. <laughs> but, you know, this is one of those times when you have an opportunity that you know, may never come along again in your lifetime. And it was something I really wanted to do. And, and I was going to try my, my best uh, to be able to make that happen. You know, and uh, so I'm very fortunate that he did give me that opportunity. Um, Darnell um, is actually pretty cool. He actually came in our office uh, last week. Um, I still nice. stay in touch with him. Nice. Uh, so, you know, that was 22 years ago almost that, uh, you know, he, he hired me originally. Wow. The Will, are you still in touch with Will? Um, through LinkedIn. I, okay. I haven't spoken to him in a, in a few cool. years. Uh, He's done very well for himself. He's got his own firm now over in um, Morocco, uh, Monaco, sorry. Um, and you know, he, he's taken a bunch of companies public. He sits on many boards. Uh, but I just, I did speak to him a few years ago, just catching up and you know, telling him that we were working on this stuff. But yeah, really he, cool. he definitely. Those two were very, very big uh, people in my life when it came to you know turning points for for you know the work ethic and also. You know, learning, you know, Darnell, how, how to do everything the right way, especially in the finance world. And, you know, I hate to say it, you know, that it's not always there. You know, a lot of people that they have in the in this in that space, you know, that's more concerned about how do they pad their own pockets instead of, you know, the potentially their clients. Um, so just learning, you know, it's very fortunate to learn from a great mentor and, you know, learn how to do things the right way uh, with that. So that's really cool. And that one week. Did you get paid for that one week? Was it a paid position or like, hey, just give me a chance? But the, the pay was, it was across the board for all, all the broker trainees. It was uh, either two pay skills, either it was 200 a week gross or 250. Uh, so I, 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 can, I got 250. Uh, I actually told when I was in the interview, I said, okay, I said, what, what if I pay you nothing? I said, fine, I got plenty of money. I had no money. Uh, <laughs> and I said, what's the highest paid trainee? And he says they make either two hundred or two fifty. I said, fine, I'll start at two fifty. Um, and sure enough, I, I did. And he's like, all right, I'll give you a week. And I did. I went in there, and I was the, the top uh, trainee for the week. And uh, you know, I worked my way up, and they made an exception after instead of one year, uh, you get to take your test. You know, they they changed it, and they let me take it after six months. So. I'm so fascinated by your story, Kristen. Like, what made you work at sixteen? Um, you know, I helped out my family, um, you know, and so help support them. And, you know, worked at, uh, my dad had a side business, he was a professor, um, and uh, on the side, he had a furniture business. So I worked there, you know, after school on the weekends in the summer. Um, and then I also had, uh, a side, uh, I did some furniture wholesale and I started traveling around, which was, which was really cool, uh, to do that as a teenager, you know, that to take off and travel, across a few different states and go into these uh, stores and um, put together these big uh, trucks, uh, furniture and, and deals. Um, so I enjoyed that as a kid. It allowed me to travel a little bit to see the country. 
but you know, ultimately, I I always just liked you know I always liked business, and you know, and, and I was fortunate that I had opportunity when I was younger to you know to gain some of these skills that you know helped me out throughout life. In that. That's really cool. Did you was there anything pivotal or like memorable that you learned in the early years that you're like, oh man, this stuck with me for a long time? Um, I I think maybe. There's a little story, yeah, when I was down in South Beach, um, I had a guy down there who's kind of another mentor for me, Arturo, um, and, you know, I kind of had a chip on my shoulder, you know, kind of toughened, you know, being on my own, you know, out at a young age and, uh, you know, traveling around the country, you know, you kind of have to be. Um, and with that, I remember uh, the, the restaurant I worked at, it was right on Ocean Drive across the streets of the beach, uh, you know, this is in South Beach right there, and, uh, you know, he you know, kind of being stern or, you know, really believing in my, in, you know, things that you do. Um, and he's like, he's like, Kirsten, come here one day. And he took me out to the sidewalk and we walk across the street, you know, um, so look around here, you know, he said, what do you see? And I'm like, all right, you know, beach, sand, you know, water, uh, trees. Um, he's like, okay. He's like, what type of trees? And, and he's uh, and like palm trees. He's like exactly. So he's like, look at you. You know, you're, you're a Midwest guy. You know, you're from Wisconsin. You're you're like this oak. You're this big strong tree. And you, know, you believe in what you believe. And you know, but uh, he said, but take a look around. He says, do you do you see a lot of oaks around here? Any oak trees? And I said no. And he says, well, here's the reason why. He says because you know, and so much like life, uh, you know, you have to kind of. The reason why there's palm trees is because they can sway, they can give and take, you know. So when things get tough and this and that, or storms, uh, you know, that when oak trees, when that happens, they just break, and that's why they're not here. But you know, you need to learn to try to be a little bit more like a palm tree, and not so much like the oak. Um, so I think, if anything, just kind of in life, you know, you just got to be willing to kind of roll with things sometimes and you know have to understand that you know things change uh and be willing to adapt along with that i love that all right well let's talk about the the blur app the what i am most fascinated about is how founders come up with an idea and pursue it because you know like it's, it's very difficult to run a business and so there has to be certain things that you're seeing in the market what what made you come up with this idea uh, i i mean my co-founder i mean it it was really crazy how that, how it actually happened. Um, I had been, uh, actually had another friend of mine kind of telling me, uh, around me, I was learning about the app business and, um, uh, I just got back into New York and my co-founder Orrin, who was, uh, bartending a few nights a week at this bar and it was the day after Christmas and, and I came in and he's sitting down and he's, you know, I was like, Oh, how was your trip? He just came back from Michigan and he's like, Take a look at this, and he pulls out an iPad uh, or iPod, sorry, and you know, um, or his phone. He's like, he, he his seven year old nephew, sorry, just got an iPad, iPod for uh, Christmas, and you know, he doesn't really know how to type messages and, and whatnot. So he just landed back here, and he shows me his phone, and it's just ro- rows of emojis, right? And he's like. Wouldn't it be cool if you could, like, you know, kind of like Space Invaders, if you could blow up these emojis and then your message would be revealed? Mm. And, and I was like, wow, that's genius. I like that, you know? And so that's actually how the, the idea started. And I, 
I left that night, you know, we talked about it a little bit more. Um, and for me, you know, being on the business side, I'm like, how do we monetize that? So I went home, I couldn't sleep all night and, you know, and I, and I know the gaming space is, you know, it's so big right now and it's, you know, it's so vast and continue to grow. Um, and, you know, every day, you know, the numbers are crazy, you know, the amount of people that are gaming and it's all ages and the amount of time they do it. Um, so, you know, with that, and of course, messaging space, but that's how the whole idea originally just started from was that, um, that's actually what we got our patent on the technology, which took over two years to do. Wow. So it allows you, the app allows you to play games to reveal messages. Yeah. That's, that's, that's that simple. What, yeah. That's what, you know, that's what it started off at, as, you know, and over the years, as we were building it, you know, we were able to incorporate other things, uh, to, you know, to uh, anywhere from the foundations of charities, how we tie that in, mm. uh, to rewarding users with uh, real-world prizes, uh, not just prizes uh, and cash, but also scholarship money. Uh, every single day, you know, we've given away tens of thousands of dollars in scholarship money, and it's all paid into 529s. So we're also promoting 529s. Um, but ultimately, you know, it's you know we're a messaging gaming app, um, but you know we're a private private platform. So we're not a social media platform. So these are only your friends and family that you connect with. Uh, and one of the really cool things that we've done is kind of been the, the anti, you know, Facebook's, uh, Instagrams of the world that go out there and inundate and disrupt the user's experience with these unwanted intrusive ads. Uh, what we've done as part of our mission statements, we vowed we'll never allow brands to advertise or to be on the feed screen at all. Um, so what we've done is we've partnered up with 25 of some of the largest charities, not only in the U.S., but also worldwide. Uh, anywhere from uh, Habitat for Humanity, Water.org, Do Something.org, uh, Special Olympics, American Cancer Society, uh, Girls Inc., uh, just to name a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, what we do is once a day, up on top of the feed screen, it'll be just a post from Blur highlighting that charity uh, for the day, uh, what we're doing w- with the link in that. Um, so that's cool uh, on that aspect that you, know, you don't ever see ads, it's only your friends and family on the feed screen. Um, but going back to what you said on the messaging side, that yes, you know, you can send messages normal, uh, just like you normally would, uh, one-on-one, uh, you can send photos, but again, this is where the patent ties in. So we have a, a 21 game library. So every day there's a brand new game that comes on and a brand new game that drops off. So each game has a three week shelf life. So ultimately we're also a game discovery platform. Now all the games are also samples of games. Uh, think of like a movie trailer to a movie. Uh, so, you know, if it's Candy Crush-esque, you know, it'd be one or two levels, you know, not all thousand of them. Oh, cool. Uh, also, if you like it, there's a link where you can go in and download the full version. So ultimately, you know, within our app, because the games are, 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 are in it, that even if you don't have Wi-Fi or if you're in airplane mode, uh, you can go in and still instantly be able to play the games. Uh, so if you're in the subway, um, you know, you still have access for that. But what we've done is on our patent, if you want to... I could send you a message, and if I chose, I could lock it within one. I could pick one of those 21 games, and all you receive on your side is just a lock symbol. On, <laughs> on so you don't know what it is. Um, and, you know, you'd have to click on it. And from there, it's going to be one of the games that I picked. You would have to beat that game sample to unveil, unveil the content, whether it's a text message or a photo. You don't know. Uh, so there's that another fun, whimsical layer of engagement for users. And again, especially with this, uh, this day and age, you know, with the, 
the average uh, 15 to 35 year old spends an average of 43.7 minutes a day playing mobile games. Yeah. So, you know, this is you know just another fun way to to tie that in with uh, with the users. The I love the way you guys have thought about it because I'm assuming here's what I'm taking Kirsten back into the bar and be like, okay, what's really popular on mobile on the phone? It will like. For me, you know, iPhone just released their like screen time thing. It's like social networking. I'm like, okay, what? I'm like, really? But they put the messaging app as social network. And I'm like, dude, that's like completely different. Right? Like, I'm like, I don't spend that much time on social network. So you kind of said, hey, look, the, the messaging app is something that people use a lot. People are playing games a lot. Let's try to combine the two and kind of like bring exactly. an element. I love exactly. it. Exactly. And then on top of it, we, you know, we took it another, uh, a little further with that, kind of keeping in mind the, with the gamification in the games, we put together a point system. Um, so you get points for every time you send a text message, every time you send a photo. Um, you also get points for every time you beat a game. Uh, you update your status once a day, you get 10 points for that. Uh, you add a friend, you get points for that. Ultimately, uh, with these points, what you do, you can go to a, your scoreboard, and you're actually in a weekly competition, friendly competition with your friends. Um, so you can kind of see where you stack up. The points are also capped at 100 a day. So obviously you're not spamming your friends trying to gain the system to get a lot of points or go up there. Uh, but, you know, what, what's what's really cool is with those points is not just points for points sake. Now you can go into our prize store, you know, mm. it's kind of uh, and see what you can win that day. You know, what's behind door number one? What's behind door number two? So every day we partnered up with, you know, uh, over 100 plus uh, really cool up and coming brands. Um, and you have an opportunity just with those points to enter into a sweepstakes to win one of those brand prizes. Also, with that, once you get the 30 points, you can also enter in to win the scholarship money. So, um, and that scholarship money is also giftable. So if it's someone like myself, I wasn't obviously the the CEO of the company and I won, uh, I could gift it to my niece or nephew. Um, so, you know, you can gift that and you can use it as well. Um, and now with, now with the new, with the new law passing, uh, it's not just also for, for college. Uh, you can also use that, uh, 529, that, that scholarship money for uh, private school, K through 12 as well now. That's very so, cool. Uh, and, and last but not least is, is on our gaming side. We have a 10 and 21 game challenge that you can go in and you can click on if you, and you have all day uh, with, to be able to do it. So you could, if you beat 10 games in a day, you can enter in uh, sweepstakes to win cash. You beat all 21 games, same thing, but the cash prize is higher because it is obviously a little bit harder. But you can go in, uh, you know, JJ, our, our head of our gaming uh, department here, he actually did the 10-game the challenge in under four minutes. Oh, wow. So, you know, so again, you're not going out there and having to sit down and play these games for hours at a time. But, you know, these are these things that, you know, you can play a game here, play a game there. Again, each game is only 30, 60 seconds long. How are you working with these game publishers? Because I'm, I'm assuming that it's real game publishers who are coming to you and be like, hey, I want, you know, I want access to my game. So can you put like a small little sample version of my game in your app? How, are you, how is that relationship? Yeah, no, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, you know, we're really proud of the fact that, you know, if you, if you do go to the App Store, you know, you see there's over a million games on there. You know, it's bloated. It's, you know, unless you're, you know, the kings, the Robios of the world that have, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in budget you're not going to be seen. You're not going to be found. Uh, so what JJ has done over the you know year and a half's time, excuse me, he's gone out there and curated, you know, this game library that we have and working with the independent game developers and average developer that we have, that we, that we partner with has an average of 10,000 downloads or less. 
Yeah. So you know, we're really trying to find these games that you know no one really knows about, uh, but they're they're fun. Uh, but also, you know, they don't they don't have the budgets to go out there and compete against those other people. So you know, we're really proud that we're not charging any of these game developers anything to host their, these uh, games and to drive traffic back into the to be able to download the full version of these games. Uh, you know, we've had a couple of our game developers and they've got tremendous uh, spike in uh, downloads and some of the games that have come on here. So it's really cool that, you know, we're able to help these indie game developers that, you know, a lot of these guys, some, you know, they're, they're passion projects, you yeah. know, that but they, they, they worked hard and they, and they put together a cool game. Now, the, now we're given the opportunity to not only be seen in the U.S., but, you know, we just recently launched uh, last month worldwide. And we've actually been downloaded now in over 80 countries. That's so, amazing. So now we're able to help showcase these games, you know, to, to users all over the world. Believe me, Kirsten, there's a lot in the audience that I talk to a lot of them, but like, how do how do we work? I'm a game developer. I'm an indie game developer. How do I work with you on that? Yeah. So we're actually building out a portal right now where you can actually be able to go in and submit games in, um, see how that works. So again, we only have one game coming on a day. Uh, and one game dropping off. So there's, it's only 21 games at a time. That's another thing that you know we like about us. We're not trying to become another app store. You know, these are all curated. But you would just reach out to to us. Um, you know, through through the website or or through the help section on the app, and then you can get connected with JJ, um, and he'll walk you through the process. And it, it is really uh, another cool thing about it is that you know with, with the way we were doing it at HTML5, we literally need like three lines of code. That's okay. it. And we manage all the rest internally. Wow. Uh, so, so it's, it's really, it's a really seamless project uh, for, for these app developers to be able to get on with us once they get picked and just, and you know, just by them wanting to be on our app, unfortunately, you know, that we don't take all the games that, you know, we do go through a testing process, yeah. uh, making sure that, you know, the games are liked. Um, so, you know, the users always have a, a good game experience. Was that the monetization idea that you couldn't fall asleep to? Uh, that actually wasn't, but that is something in the future, you know, obviously that, you know, when you do have some of these big gaming houses with coming out with a new game that, you know, of course we could see them wanting to get, you know, put a sample of their game on here because people are coming on our, our app to play mobile games. Um, and it'd be a great way for them to try something. And if they like it, they can go ahead and download the full version. Um, but no, one of the things that, you know, what we're going to do, and it's not new, um, you know, it's been around for a while. But uh, branded games. So, you know, that's uh, something that, again, everything that we do, you know, we're always making sure we add a value add back to the user. So even when they do that, you know, they're playing a fun game uh, and they're choosing to do so. Uh, you know, another thing we're proud of, you'll never see an ad or be advertised to in our app at all unless you choose to see what you want to win as the prize. And that's the only time you ever do so. I see. And something that you guys just recently did was redoing your point system. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, um, you know, we, we lowered the limits to make it a lot easier so more people can go in there. And it's also kind of taken away that, you know, um, having to go out there. So the way, way it used to be done, uh, uh, you had to get a full, the full 100 points a day in order to enter the sweepstakes to win these prizes. We lowered it down. So now if you want, you can just come in, play a few games. Um, and you have to beat them, of course. Um, and once you do that, you know, you'll be eligible to do that uh, to win these prizes. Uh, by lowering it down to 30 points. Also, if you just want to come in and do some messaging and, and update your status, you can go ahead and get your, get your points for that. Mm. Uh, and right now, because we are a newer app, 
um, that a lot of people have taken advantage of. We call it the Blur 10, uh, which is going to be ending uh, potentially any day now. Um, but if you go on the, on the Blur uh, and download Blur uh, app right now, that if you add 10 friends, uh, that you'll get locked in for life for that points. So and right now you get 20 points for every time you add a friend. So if you add 10 friends, it becomes a banking system that every time uh, you come into our app every day, you automatically have 20 points. So that way you only need 10 points to be able to enter in and start winning uh, prizes or scholarship money. That's really so cool. Lowering that down and just getting the, that friend component, getting those friends locked in, is puts you ahead of the game every day uh, compared to the, the new user coming on that doesn't have those 10 friends yet. So you can do the messaging if I wanted to message you and talk. I could block my message if I wanted to make you play a game. Or I can just come into the app and just play some games and redeem these points for rewards in the app too. Yeah. That, 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 that's it. I mean, ultimately, you, all, you get to win prizes, scholarships, and cash just for mobile gaming and messaging with your friends, something that you're doing every single day. Awesome. Well, Kirsten, this has been absolutely amazing, but let's go to the big finish. Give us one app we definitely have to check out. I'll prefer one if it wasn't Blur, because we've been talking about Blur the past 15 minutes. Um, I, I put me on the spot here. I, I, honestly, you know, I know it's so crazy, but it's true. I've, I've probably downloaded less than five apps my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, outside of Blur, I... I don't really use a lot of apps. I just got to be honest with you. Is that the messaging platform that you guys use internally as well? Yeah, it yeah, is. That's really cool. Uh, but um, yeah. Oh, one other thing. Sorry. Um, we, you know, we, we did just add a new feature here, um, which, which is uh, as we started onboarding, we're building our own stream team. Uh, some of these uh, top gamers from around the country and also some from around the world that have joined us that they'll be streaming the 10 to 21 game challenges. Oh, but cool. now, because they have a lot of the following, um, that what we've done is we just opened up this week here where we have influencers. So you can actually go in and follow these influencers. And these are some of the top gamers. Uh, like one of them, for example, is SS and Santa. Uh, and he's got over 360,000 followers on YouTube. Uh, watching him stream Fortnite, he has over 700 plus wins already. Wow. Uh, 19 years old, he, you know, he, he, he's great at the game and he's got a lot of people. He's very entertaining. But now what we've done, we've opened this up on the influencer side where you can come in and just and hit influencer. So when you go to the feed screen and what they're doing is they're actually going out there and starting to post some of their upcoming stream, you know, when they're going to be streaming next. Hmm. Uh, so you can, you can start to follow in this gaming world, you know, some of these other top gamers. Um, and last but not least, we're really excited that we're partnering up with one of the largest high school esports league in the country here um, starting next month. And they're going to be uh, doing uh, competing on Blur with the 21 game challenges across the country with, against each other. So we're really excited about that as well. Are they streaming that too? Yeah, they're going to be streaming that on YouTube and on Twitch. Twitch. Very cool. Congrats on that. Is it just a partnership deal? Did you have to pay them? Yeah, it's a partnership. Uh, they actually... Um, Theo here, um, we had some interns uh, over the summer, and as we were getting on beta testers that for the final version, testing our app before we went live yeah. um, in the fall, that um, we reached out to uh, some of these high school esports teams, and they actually came on as some beta testers. And what we did uh, as, as a thank you for all the beta testers, we did a, uh, a friendly um, uh, giveaway. Giveaway, sorry. That... Um, <laughs> Where it was ten one thousand dollars scholarship winners. Oh wow! And 
schools or the high school esports teams uh, would get a thousand dollars as a bonus as well. And we actually had two of our beta testers were from uh, a couple of these separate high school esports teams, uh, and that's how the whole relationship started. And started talking, and they, you know, and it was really great because the, the money they used helped fund um, some underprivileged schools that went ahead an opportunity to come in and do that, and some of the players. And they actually, you know, were really proud that they they came to us and they said we were kind of their inspiration that they actually just started their own foundation uh, for that, which is launching next month. And we're going to be a partner with that and helping fund some more of these underprivileged schools uh, around the country to let them uh, go in there and compete and get into this esports uh, world. Kirsten, what's a lesson that took you the longest to learn? Um. I would say make sure you get a good attorney to make sure you have good contracts. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right. Well, the app is called Blur. You can check it out on Google Play and iOS. If you want to check out the website, just go to theblurapp.com. And if you're a game developer, which I know a lot of you guys are, check them out on the website and get in contact with Kirsten or somebody on their team to see if you can get your game into the Blur app as well. Kirsten, you want to send the listeners anywhere else? No, that's it. Thank you so much for your time, Steve. Uh, it was a pleasure to be on. And uh, yes, uh, please download Blur and uh, love to see some new winners out there. Awesome. So. Well, thank you, Kirsten. And thank you all for listening. We'll see you at the next chat. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.